Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of That Moment Heart to Heart Talk with Victoria. I am so excited to be here with Eric Rivas. Before we begin, I want to just share what that moment is about. It's about amazing people doing incredible things in the world, contributing to others, and their story of struggle to triumph. All of us have something that either happens or situations we live in that has us sometimes brings us to our knees or has us have that aha moment. And it's really highlighting incredible people who um, do wonderful things and their story around that. So today I have Eric with me. And Eric, you and I have not really had a very intimate conversation before. Um, I don't know much about you, which is incredible. And I love that because I get to hear about it first and foremost from you today. And I get to share it with so many people that are listening. And I know that you are an incredible person. Anytime that we speak in our group, just the heart-centeredness and heartfelt, just nature that you have just shines through. And I'm so happy that you're here with me today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me here. It's just wonderful to be on your program and be able just to share heart to heart, right? Um, yeah. Our stories, our journey, and our triumphs. Absolutely. Even just talking with you, we're just starting off. This is probably the calmest interview I've had. I don't know what it is, but you have this very, very um, beautiful nature about you. Can you tell everyone who you are and what you do in this world? I know that you have a corporate side and then you have this passion that you're you're, you're um, building. building it. Yeah, it's perfectly how you said it. There is a profession side to my journey and also a passionate side as well. The profession comes with over 13, 14 years of experience in accounting, specifically in the commercial real estate industry, being able to help people share their message financially, the clients, investors, uh, and people who are looking to change communities, helping them to do that from, again, uh, a numbers perspective. And then there's a passion part where I've realized my creativity, my joy, just where I feel my artistry come out comes out is when I help people share their message. And they say, you know what? I know I have something to share, which we all do. I'm afraid to share it. How can I do that? Well, first thing is first is I always offer that. It's like, well, you're doing it right now, just coming out here and asking for that question. You're on the right step. You've already gone through those hurdles within yourself to say, I'm ready to share something with the world, with the community that either leaves a legacy. And I do, I help them with the video part of it because there's some people who love podcasting, people who love video, and people who love reading, right? Um, there's a saying that don't show me the, don't show me the book, give me the video. Um, yeah. I don't want the video, let me listen to it because I'm driving, right? Or oh I don't want, I like listening to it because I want to feel, I want to see your emotion. I want to see the face and how it lights up. And I want to see when the character, right? The hero goes through a, a tough time and how they prevail. So. It's about being a person of flexibility of how that person just likes to show their artistry and their message out into their community. Incredible. And what I'm hearing, you just like led me through this, you know, from the video to the book to the audible, you know, and that's exactly my process. Whenever I want to read something, it's like, do I want to read it, hear it? Do I want to see it? Do I want to feel it in a different way? And you bring that out. And how how did you find that that was something that you liked doing or that you were good at? Because that's not that's not typical. That's not something that people typically say they're good at. 
Yeah, and you would think as an accountant, I would more be more happy behind the scenes and counting numbers. Yeah, which I, I do. I have a passion for helping people. I, I say I say to my clients is like, uh, or into my my team is that you know we're ghostwriters. We're here to help people share the financial message out there. And when it came to this creativity part of how people share their actual like messages through YouTube, through Facebook, through Instagram, and these other platforms, is I went through a not so pleasant journey myself when I was volunteering for an organization and helping them create their programming. I didn't know nothing really about YouTube at that moment or, or so forth, but I was trying to create this pamphlet, a simple pamphlet, putting designs, um, making it look nice and good so that when people open the pamphlet, when it comes to the program, they enjoy it. And I struggled. Uh, there was not someone there able to guide me through it because I was just picking it up out of the blue. I felt really, really you know silly and incompetent at that point i just did and i said i'm not gonna feel like this again and that moment was probably the gift that said eric your artistry is about to come out and it's when I, once i did i said i don't want to feel this way again and mm -hmm. i don't want other people to feel this way where they're they just feel just so inept to be able to share their message or to create the vision from head to say prints or to website that they have someone that's out there for them. And so by having that experience myself, I realized, let me share that. And plus, I just enjoy being able to bring the light out of someone because of their confidence, the motivation, their message. That to me is just something that is a pay it forward kind of mentality that I have. And uh, from not being able to create a pamphlet to now, that's really what was, was I see as my catalyst for being with you here today and showing my creativity and, and what I have to offer. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. So. What I want to like go back and just kind of dissect it a little bit because that's what I do. I so when you were working for that company and you needed to create that pamphlet, what was it that had you not be able in that moment to fully express in a creative way what was there? What was the stop? What was the stagnation? It was just the, the competency in using the software and finding out there was software out there to, to help with putting a design on top of words and putting words in front or behind a background. It was just that feeling, that pain point that just said to me, I just don't feel like I can do this. And mm -hmm. that's one of the things that when I, when I feel that happen, something comes out and says, there is a way. And I think over time, I haven't shared this part, but I've you know, I have I've heard in my discs a couple of times, and I've had to learn how to walk again uh, through through that journey. I realized that I can do something. It's funny when we go through like an event like that, what I just did with the um, the editing the pamphlet. Sometimes we go back into memories of when we couldn't do something, and we get stuck there. And sometimes we're able to remember when we were stuck somewhere and we actually realized how do we triumph through that? Yeah. Not the mechanics of it necessarily, but more the us, the mindset. What did mm -hmm. we believe in ourselves? And that's what happened there. I love that. And before we even began, you said something that was really pivotal about suffering and pain. Can you share with everyone? Because what you just said, it's not about the mechanic. That was golden. It was. It's not about the mechanics of how you get through it. We all have, right? We're resourced. 
we, you know, there's Google and YouTube. So what else do we need? We know how to do stuff, but it's a matter of the mindset and what we have within us. Can you share a little bit more about that? I'd love to. So to give a little background, my grandfather unexpectedly passed away um, naturally um, in, in Peru. And it was a shock, a shock to my mother, her, uh, her father, and to the family as a whole. And that's painful, I mean, mm. especially when we don't expect something like that. How many times have we maybe gone through any experience where we didn't expect it? And it just hurt, whether it was a word from a friend or from a colleague or a loved one that you esteem so high that you never thought that they would have a bad day in front of you. Yeah. Well, it hurts. And similar to breaking a bone, which I broke in this wrist twice in the same year, back when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. there's pain that happens. And it happens throughout the recuperation phase, right through the rehabilitation phase. But yet the suffering for me would have been, with regards to breaking the bone, is, you know, why did it happen? Why did I trip? Why, why did someone trip me? Or, or why was the weather the way it was? Those are facts I can't control. Mm -hmm. But yet it creates that that uh, environment called suffering for me because I think of things that I can't control and I keep saying things why, why, and why to the point where I say so much why about different things, I don't let my mind catch up to be able to answer the question. So I've over flooded myself with un, uh, unanswered whys. It, it does, it's not helpful. I mean, plain and simple, but yet we have a choice. Like, do, do I want to stick into the why of say a loved one passes away or why I, I hurt my body? Or do I want to say, you know, this hurts. If there's tears that come out, so be it. But yeah, understand that there is still a another path to choose uh, besides the suffering. It's, you know, saying it hurts. Uh, I'm deeply remorse. Yet at the same time, I'm so grateful that I still have my my hand, my arm. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful I have the memories to celebrate a wonderful life that has created a legacy that's dripping down over about three generations now. You know, just hearing my voice, if you can kind of hear it, there is a, a, just a change in my own mindset, just by me thinking on my own, my own self that what else can I celebrate about this? What else could this mean? Right. Those two questions that override that why, why, why it helps me. And I think it could also help others along the way. A hundred percent. It's like the why is a stop, right? Because there's only so many answers that we can come up with as to why and then what? And I always say that there is this distinction between suffering. Everyone suffers. Whenever something unfortunate or unexpected happens, we all suffer. It doesn't matter how resilient we are. We feel the, what we feel and you know we're, we're there. And then there's this choice of, are we going to struggle with it? Are we, what you're talking about, create another kind of meaning? Um, you know, how are we going to move forward? That's beautiful. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. You. Yes, your voice did change. You, you just... You, it just there's more power behind it right and it, it shows it if you uh, for those that are watching also perhaps my my shoulders were a little, a little hunched my voice was low and i was using words that just weren't really effective right but then when i started thinking about things that are beyond me right celebrating a life not celebrating my life but celebrating a life in general it's kind of stepping out of our own zone if you will and come into our spirituality of you know what are we really about we're about connecting we're about celebrating we're about you know being here whether we're on camera or we're in the same studio it's it's about that and once you i just saw myself my, my just my shoulders and my even my body went up high when i said that is you can create you can generate your own wealth of energy it just depends on you want it left you want it right no way is wrong it's just what serves you 
Wow. And what you're also speaking to is this, there's, there's always a loss of power when we're suffering or something has happened that's not in our control. And what you're bringing to the table, for me at least, is there is power in choice. Um, and then that's where we get our power back, is choosing what we want to do with it. Exactly. It's always, there's always a choice. Sometimes we forget about that. But when we remind ourselves and we step into who we really are and we bring out that, even if it's a small little smile for like two or three seconds, it's contagious. It so is contagious. How, so where, how did you, now I'm really curious because people who are watching, we really have never spoken um, intimately before. So I don't know a lot of the answers to these questions, unlike a lot, a lot of the other guests that I have. So I'm deeply curious about how you got to a place of being able to look deeper within that spirituality realm. Um, not a lot of people hit that or really go there, you know? So, so was it something that you were introduced to or are you, do you happen to be a spiritual person always? Uh, where did that come from? I think I'm guided. I think we all are. And that's really rooted within me that there's a guidance and it, it could be religious based, spirituality based. The point is that we're guided and to just put it at that point that the other branches fall through there, you know, it can happen as we as we talk. But based on that, I realized also through family, through experiences and looking at where my path is, is it serving me? And this is why I like YouTube. I really appreciate what it gave to me and I want to help others do the same thing on that part is I just Googled YouTube motivation one day. I came across this person named Jim Rohn and I was like, well, this is fantastic. He's talking about things that are simple, that are straightforward, and there's no dancing around the situations. And I think that for me worked for me to, to have that. Well, what had you, let me just ask, what had you Google motivation? Um, I want to say that I was at a point in my own journey in life that I just did not feel it was going the right path, you know, whether it's relationships, um, career and specific career thinking that the bosses that I have and people that were are reporting to at that time really weren't true leaders. They were bosses. Mm. And me even saying that, you can kind of tell is that I was not taking responsibility over my experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So I was trying to get out of my own way or finding ways to get out of my own environment or the environment I believe was around me through Googling motivation. Mm -hmm. That's really what it, what it was. I, I felt there was something better for me. And at the same time, because I wasn't looking back on it, I wasn't taking 100% accountability over the experiences that I was having. I use that platform, YouTube, to just search, you know, what does motivation mean? Uh, and it's, it's so simple, yet that's where, where I was. Like I didn't, I think I didn't even understand or embody what motivation meant for me, right? For me as a person, not for the world, but for me. Mm -hmm. What you just said was, was golden, and I hope people didn't miss it, and I'm going to highlight it, is that we have situations and circumstances that stink. And many of us will say, well, that situation just stinks. So I need to get out of that. But what you said was you weren't taking 100% responsibility for your experiences. And that's, a whole, that's another level of consciousness around 100% responsibility for your life. 
And so I commend you and I'm going to bring it back to that. What had you realized that? Because it's so easy to just blame a circumstance or blame a bad boss, right? There are just so many you know, people out there that we can blame. What, what had you transcend that? That's a great question. I want to say this journey probably happened around 2015 or 2014. Yeah, it feels like so long ago. Yeah, it was, what, six years maybe? And you put me on the spot there. I'm trying to figure out. Um, That's okay. That's, we're, we're in the, you know, because what you just said is not something, and, and it's okay if you don't have an answer now. What you shared is not something that people come to easily, right? Like 100% responsibility. because. Most people, and I work with with clients all the time, and and myself, like doing a lot of self work. It's like, but what do you mean that person said that? And how can you not think that that's you know I'm I'm right, I'm validated, aren't I? You know, I I'm justified here to feel upset. And what you're speaking to is this whole other level of responsibility for your life. That even though yes, and so this situation stinks and I'm 100% responsible. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty great. I mean, that's a, that's a responsible life right there. That's power. Thank you. And you're looking back on it, and I think it even applies now here after five or six years, especially when we're in a moment. I know myself right here in my own home, uh, I'm by myself and I, I, you know, doing that responsibly during these times is, I would say I realized that me staying in my thoughts and the, and I go to the metaphor that I've heard, I'm sure you've heard, who are, you, who are your top five friends? And I'll tell you who you are or, or something mm -hmm. similar to that, is my top five friends was me thinking about me and like how I, this person's doing me wrong and how this is bad and why is it that I'm not doing this at this point in my life. I realized that my top five friends were me and I used to get out of my space. So when I did that, why I did that was through YouTube. I went and just again, Google motivation and started realizing what else could be out there for me. And I got in my own head. I'm not sure about, about people like your listeners or yourself, but I'm sure there are moments where just like myself, we just get in our head, we overanalyze things, especially with a person who's dealing with numbers um, constantly, almost every single day is we're, we're analyzing things, right? And when we analyze, we stick into what we remember, what we know, what we've been trained for. Yes. But that got us to where we're at. It doesn't take us to where we want to go. So we need to kind of dial it back here and say. That was a drop moment. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, so that's where, where the whole Googling motivation, I probably didn't think about it that way. I just wanted to like find something better, which was the, the whole point. And then over time, I just started realizing, okay, I'm listening to Jim Rohn, Tom Bilyeu, and there's one person that came out named Tony Robbins, which I had no idea who this person was. I kept thinking Jim Rohn. And then uh, I tried to go to one of his seminars back at that time. I didn't realize he already passed away. And so again, this, this person, Tony Robbins, came up. And of course, uh, we've all kind of heard that, that person. If you haven't yet, you Google motivation, even right now, you probably have him as one of your top 10 um, videos that show up. That just really brought in a different opportunity for myself, not for him, but it's more like, okay, what else, then what do I want in my life as a result of me realizing what motivation means to me right now in 2016, 2017. And now here in 2021, motivation for me that's coming up is 
How do I help people share their message? How do I give to others so that they can also have that ripple effect um, to give to their community? And in reality, they also give back to me because I get to get inspired by their message and what they have to offer, their gifts really, which is something we've all been given by, I believe, a, a higher spiritual purpose and being. Incredible. And another amazing thing that you just said, which really is you know, showcasing your level of consciousness because it's not just about us, right? It's it's really a full cycle of, you know, it's not about me, it's about you. What what can I do for you? And then that inspires us to propel forward and forward and forward. And how did you have have you always been so conscious about others and contribution? Or is that something that came to you over time? I would say I have been. I have been, yet I haven't unleashed that in the capacity that it has been this past 18 months or so. Mm. And really, that's that's just been the choice because I enjoyed, as, as you know, our mindset of accountants is we enjoy facts, black and whites, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, again, any accountants hearing there, I am, I am with you all, and I love the gifts that we give because it helps others. Yet at the same time, it says we have to have perfect certainty before we do something. So if it's not working, we can't move forward with it, typically, right? And so I, I live in that world of certainty, absolute certainty. That wasn't helpful, but yeah, it did get me where I, where I got to in my profession and I'm happy for it and all the experiences. Yet, do you ever feel like you're being pulled back by something like uh, just some kind of force? Cause I felt that way is that I'm not really showing. Exactly. Like you're being, Almost like a slingshot is it's about to be there and the one person holding it when i look back on it is myself i was holding that and i didn't let it go so i can just springboard right so i can just springboard into what it is into meeting you into meeting you know wonderful people in the different masterminds that you know we have out there and to go into these different events whether it's tony robbins eric thomas or even going down the street and seeing a person and just smiling and saying wow i get a chance to walk outside and enjoy mother nature uh, and have my six senses to be able to absorb life even further you know looking i mean i don't know how to explain it besides that it's it's like something just comes out of you um once you let go of the certainty that you want to let because sometimes certainty gets you there but it doesn't really unleash you the way you truly can be no certainty and listen a level of certainty is sometimes healthy so we're not talking right. That, but like extreme levels of need for certainty, right? It's like building, for me, I'll speak, it's like walls. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking of them as like walls. So every time you want to like unleash or, you know, spread, you know, yourself a little bit over that, you can't, right? Because you, it needs to be a certain way. And so we need to be able to let go of a level of certainty and comfort sometimes and security to just really feel all the things that are beyond those walls and all the beauty. And you you described what gratitude is, just lots of gratitude oozing out of you. Thank you. And you know, it, it, take, it took time, right, for that to happen. Because again, I would say, all right, this is great. It's fine. And we say to ourselves, and we, we're, like, we're positive, we try to be, exude positivity. Yet again, kind of pulling back that string is we forget that we also need to build that within ourselves. Like you're right, yeah, certainty is great. More importantly, certainty is great within ourselves. Like, hey, I am so certain that I'm gonna be able yeah. to come online with you today. I'm, I'm so certain that 
I will be, you know, here with you present. Yes. Versus saying, hey, Victoria, you need to make sure I'm, I'm certain. You know, that's. Yes. Yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. That, that's um, that's where ownership comes from. And, and more importantly, that's where we come from. And whatever comes out, whether we say the most fantastic thing or whether it's something so raw and people don't understand it, it creates this beautiful thing, which is called momentum. It's not about what happens now. It's about also what we do now to stack on top of, you know, our life and the day, because sometimes we don't wake up in the right side of the bed and that's okay. There's probably a reason behind it, but we won't know it. But if we keep moving, keep moving forward, we gain that momentum. I get to talk with you, you know, after what, since we last spoke uh, offline. And since then I've been building some momentum of like, what are we, what, you know, what are some beautiful things in my life that I can share with you today? I'm sure you as well. And we start bringing smiles to each other. It's not that we're trying to take it from each other. We're actually giving it to back and forth. And it creates just like a wonderful chemistry that I think the audience can appreciate. A hundred percent. I, one of the things that I, I'm going to pivot a little bit and maybe put you a little bit on the spot, but this is so important. You're talking about extreme self-development and, you know, really focusing on you and not in a selfish ego egotistical way, so much as really developing yourself so that you can be present with others. And how do you relate that to being with other people or being in relationship with others? Um, it could be in relationship with a significant other, um, you know, or, or friends or, you know, how do you uh, relate that? Because when I had the opportunity very recently actually to be at Date with Destiny virtually with Tony Robbins. <clears throat> one of the things that a participant said that really stuck with me <clears throat> in one of the breakouts was, I really wanna work on myself so that when I am with a partner, when they're not in a good place, I could be their rock. And so that stuck out to me because so often when we're with a friend, a family member, a significant other, and we're not certain within us, within ourselves, mm -hmm. if they falter or they, you know, they, they kind of need a wall to lean on, we can't be that because then everything becomes about us if we're not certain and centered, right? right? So how does that land for you? Because I imagine that that's really helping you set yourself up for beautiful relationships. Thank you. And I think I've had some wonderful relationships, even now with uh, us asking to be physically distant. I say physically because you know we don't have to be socially distant. We can be physically, but socially, we can still stay connected. And when we change our mindset on that, and, my, and myself, I, again, changed my own phys physiology and focus as a result of that. Again, speaking of, of kind of date with destiny, I attended that as well. It's kind of one of those moments where we made the investment in ourselves. We didn't know what would come out of it, but we felt that there was something we need to do outside of what we already know. And when we do that and we bring it into our own world, not exactly how we're being taught, like, hey, we got to do this. Um, you do these I don't know, seven or eight steps and all of a sudden you are the perfect partner. It's not about that. It's about saying, OK, I have my brother here. I have my parents here um, locally. And yes, I know principles of what I've been taught. Yet, how do I customize that to where it makes sense to the person I'm talking to? So here's an example. If I, if I were to talk to you in Spanish right now, which I know, you would not understand what, it, what I'm saying, but perhaps you can understand my, my emotion and what the engine I'm trying to transfer to you, but yet it's missing that key thing. And then you, you're trying to relate, relate to me 
and me, me to you, and all of a sudden we just we stop. Like it just stops right there. We, we can't you can't understand. I'm saying, hey, this is awesome. This is a wonderful show. Thank you so much for having me here. To more like, uh huh. It's like yes, yes, yes. And how many times have I been there with someone, even myself, and just saying yes, yes, yeah, you're right, and I really listen to their message. So that's where I realized how do I become a better listener? Mm. You know, we can talk about politics, the economy, religion, um, whatever it may be, right? Just kind of like the hot topics that sometimes come up, especially nowadays. I think it's every year, but I think it's just more maybe accentuated by some you know outlets um, this year is what are they really talking about? You know, because we can't fix politics like, by talking about it. We can't fix religion. We can't fix the economy. We can't change gas prices, right, by talking about it. But what are we really talking about? Mm. So if I want to argue with someone, because, you know, these, these topics can create arguments, right? It's, it's a black and white argument for some people. Mm-hmm. Is that going to help me connect with them? Mm. Uh, not communicate, connect with them and see, you know, what, what does my brother really want to talk about? Or when he says these words, these, these, this vocabulary, let's just say he uses a lot of um, inflections with regards to you know, money or Bitcoin, right? It's like, what about Bitcoin is he talking about? Is he trying to invest in there? Is he, is he scared about it? Is, um, is there something behind there? So it's kind of trying to be that, that investigator and that curiosity person. Yes. If I can just say this, I know it's going to sound funny, okay? But I was watching this TV show called uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. So I'm giving there maybe a props there. He talks about this, the preface is this guy is a football coach. He went to the English Premier League in soccer and started coaching soccer. He actually schooled someone by saying, you know, people stop growing when they stop being curious. Mm. It really hit me is that. And I think that's where I'm at, even as a little kid, right? We're so curious, like, what's this? What's this? What's that? Like, why, right? The constant why, why, why? And our parents get upset, like, because they said so. Right. Because our curiosity is just off the roof. And when we have that with our own family, when I have that with, with you know, with you, it's like, what do you do? Like, what, what it, what's the message you're sharing? Who is it, who's it touched? And, you know, how can I, you know, share your message with other people? How can I bring, you know, what time does the show go on so I can invite my sisters, my cousins, my family? then the curiosity comes over and, you know, our energy overwhelms ourselves. Um, so I say that's when it comes to communication along with the way of saying, when I want to connect with someone, I just get curious about yeah. not their words, but what's behind those words. What's underneath that. So what I'm getting from you really is communication is not about what we can say. It's about how well we can listen and how we can connect. It's really about connection and it's a heart to heart connection. It's not a head-to-head connection. Like Tony Robbins says, get in your head, you're dead, right? Stay in your head, you're dead. And so, yes, wow, incredible, beautiful, beautiful. And, you know, what people communicate to us, you know, hey, how, you know, I'm thinking about, hey, how are you? Doing good. What are you doing? And you go off rambling about what, you know, what you're doing. But if we get curious about why are you doing that? What is, you know, and then we start to figure, well, you know, I really want to create such generational wealth. I'm working so hard for these different streams of income because I really want to create all this generational wealth so that I can help mom and dad. Oh, like such a different response than I'm involved with four different businesses. I'm busy in these meetings, right? Like what is really important for people underneath the surface of what they just say, right? Right. And that's incredible. 
Mm. I, I just, I'll, I'll share with you this part is, it's, um, we learn principles of life, right? We know it's good to the golden rule and so forth. It's about how do we, I, I mentioned before, how do we apply it to our own world, right? Um, you know, you and I talking together right now, there is a different, say, way that we communicate besides say how you communicate with the next person, you know, you're going to connect with. Same thing with myself is there, I, I could have a, a meeting with a client here this afternoon and the mindset and the communication will be different. The mechanics of it might be different, but still the principles are, are, the, are there present. It's just that the beauty part is I wore this shirt today and it's blue, but I have to cover myself no matter what, right? For, for this video presentation, so I could have worn pink or green. Mm -hmm. The principle is about having, you know, a presentable, a uh, appearance uh, here for our show or for your show. I love that intention, such intentionality. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Eric, let me ask you, if you were to leave everybody with a message, your message, what would that be? I would have to say, love yourself, love others, and it doesn't have to be intimately, but just love them. Always strive to be consistent, not perfect. Ah. And start with imperfect action. And start with what? Imperfect action. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I mean, so many, if I knew I would be speaking to you every day, you should be my mm -hmm. accountability buddy. This is incredible. Um, Incredible, incredible, incredible. Thank you. And how, tell us how people can reach you. I have your email over there um, and what you have going on um, just outside of, you know, your your everyday. What, what's happening? What do you want people to become involved in? And how can they, um, how will they know that they should be reaching out to you? Sure, yes. So when it comes to messaging, we all have it. When we all also have, our hesitations to it. I have my own as well. I, I could tell you a year ago, I could not come onto your show here, Victoria, and speak with you because I would be afraid. And being afraid is beautiful because it shows you what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, if we, if we lean into our fears, we might lean into our, um, our gifts. Mm. So for those of people who are ready to lean into their gifts, and to let go of the fear and to just say, hey, it's there, but my gifts are so, so important to share because someone out there does need it. You know, Someone out there has needed me to, to help guide them with their messaging and their branding as well, is reach out to me, you know, emrivas at yahoo.com. Let's enroll you into a way, how can we get your messaging out there? And is it the right fit? Because you know what? We all have our journeys and we all have our, our gifts and so forth. So how do so how do we make sure we share that through video, through audio, you know, through the written word? Um, my specialty is really through audio and video. So if that's something you're looking for, that's something you're curious about, right? Because curiosity is what, what brings out the potential. Let's talk and let's see how we can share your message um, across the world. And YouTube, you know, over was it over five billion? I think videos are uploaded every month, if not like less than that, mm -hmm. YouTube. So imagine how much me messaging is out there and how do we get that messaging out so that it's in front versus it's in the back where people are trying to bake bread like they were earlier this year to, hey, baking the best bread, you know, in, in five minutes, right? 
so that we make you help you stand out. And I think that's the most important part, especially with messaging. People who are really looking to the next level, if you really want to get out there, you know, let's talk because there are many ways to not just put your video up there, but put your video up there and get the attention that you deserve. So I love that. Thank you. And for everyone out there, being a professional that works with people all the time, there is something uniquely distinct about you because you have a listening of others that really has you understand what their message is. There's nothing worse than someone who's trying to help you get out there and they don't understand you. So just kudos to you because that is, you know, that is probably one of the toughest and one of the most important critical aspects of doing what you do is knowing how to listen to others. So you obviously know how to do that. You're incredibly calm. I'm just set up for my day speaking to you, Eric. This was great. Thank you. Me as well. I really do enjoy just our, our back and forth here energy. And just thank you so much. This is a wonderful program. Amazing. I'm so happy that you were here. Thank you for sharing your story and your gifts. And um, for everyone watching, if you didn't catch it live, you can catch it on replay. And Eric, I will speak with you soon. Great. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye.